Welcome to Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. I'm your host, business coach, and former photographer, Safina Duke. Let's challenge the rules of how you think you should be doing business. We'll look at what it really takes to sell your work for thousands of dollars and attract the clients who will love to pay you for it. Listen on to start creating your dream portrait business. And I love that these are easy enough for an eight-year-old to understand. And he asked me to write them all out so he could remember them at night. So he has it like a piece of paper taped up in his room (laughs) with all of these steps. And it worked the day after he wasn't scared anymore. And he realized like, yeah, I'm going to have to deal with these thoughts sometimes and I know how to get myself through it. So super cool. So here are the five steps. Number one, see, love, question, decide, and feel. Okay, so I'm going to get into all of these, but those are the general steps. So let's start off with number one. See your thoughts. In order to fix your thoughts, you have to be able to see them. Now, when I was, I think before, like before I hired my first coach, I used to think that I didn't have that many limiting beliefs because I just wasn't seeing them. I wasn't aware of them. I didn't realize that they were even beliefs. I thought they were just facts (laughs) about me. And so the first step that you need to do whenever you have something holding you back in your business, let's say you are going for a new goal and you've never made $10,000 in a month before and you want to make $10,000 this month. Your brain is going to have some pushback to that because you've never done it before. And so what you want to do is identify all of those things. And the best way to do it is just to start dumping all of it out, whether it be on paper whether it be in a voice memo on your phone or on your notes on your phone, like just get it all out. And with my son, I did this. I was like, what are, you know, what scary things is your brain telling you? We have to look at it. We have to take it out of your brain where it sounds like it's just a true factual story and we're going to put it on paper. We're going to put it somewhere else where you can see it as separate from yourself. Now, if you do this step, you're already ahead of like 99% of people. Because most of us were not taught how to how to look at our brain and we weren't taught that like to be mindful, right? We weren't taught how your brain isn't always right. It isn't always – it's always trying to protect you, but it's not always accurate. It perceives things very strangely sometimes. So that's the first step. And this is where you're starting to become – two different people. You're starting to become your brain who just thinks on default, thinks to your conditioning, thinks to your trauma, thinks to how you're raised and where you're raised at. And you're starting to also step into being the second person, which is the watcher of your brain. And the second person is the intentional person who looks at everything and kind of analyzes it and thinks, is this helping me anymore? And do I want to keep this? And chooses on purpose what they want to believe, but we'll get into that later. Okay. So after you have identified most of your limiting thoughts or as many as you can find, you move on to the next step, which is love. Now, this is something that I included on purpose because this is where people get kind of messed up. When people see how much their brain is not serving them, they get mad at their brain. And they get really frustrated at how behind they are or how messed up they are. 
and they judge themselves and they are like, this is so messed up. Why do I do this to myself? Why do I think these things? This doesn't make any sense. And instead of going into that judgment mode, for step number two, you really have to look at why your brain is believing things. Okay. And so in the case of my son being scared, I was like, listen, humans were wired a long time ago to protect themselves. So of course your brain was wired to keep you safe from a murderer. (laughs) And back in the day we had to do that. We were like not sleeping in safe houses, in safe neighborhoods. We were out in the wilderness or in our caves and we had to constantly be on edge and be looking out for danger. And so your brain isn't trying to just scare you. It's not just a mean brain. It's there to serve you. It just doesn't understand how far we've evolved and that those things are not actually serving us anymore. So if you can start to realize why some of these things that you hold so deeply onto are actually serving you or why your brain thinks that they're serving you, it'll help you so much more. And if you can't seem to get rid of a limiting belief, like there's something that you're just always trying to break free from, but you can't seem to do it, you need to do this work. You need to look at why, like look at where it is helping you to keep believing this thing. Look at where it kept you safe, maybe when you were a child to believe this thing. Look at where it kept you comfortable and it kept you from being hurt or it kept your feelings from being hurt, okay? So like one example is, you might be like, I just can't do it. I can never do it. I'm not as capable as other people. I'm not as smart as other people. And that sounds like a terrible belief. Why would you believe that, right? But there might have been a time where it served you to think I'm just not as capable as other people. Because if you thought that, then you didn't have to be disappointed when you didn't get the same results as other people or you didn't get the same grades as other people. And so you can kind of look back and see why your brain is trying to keep to hold so tightly onto these thoughts and it's doing it from a place of your best interest <laughs> of a well-meaning brain okay so so important if you are resisting your brain if you are like i hate this this sucks why is my brain like this you're resisting a part of yourself that's just trying to help you and so it's time to see it with love and with understanding of why it's trying to do that okay number 2 or number 3 sorry question. So question decide is kind of like a, you know, combination steps. So this is the part where you, I talked about, you have like two people, right? You have the brain that's just on default. It's just thinking things. It's just based off what everyone else thinks and what everyone else taught you. And now you're stepping into the mature adult version that is looking at your brain and it's saying, listen, is this serving me? Is this even true? Is it true that I can't do this? Is it true that I might get murdered in the middle of the night? And just looking at all of the facts. (laughs) And so in the case of Carter trying to go to sleep, I was like, look, this, this character isn't even real. This character was created by somebody and they thought it up and they wrote all of the lines down and they cast an actor to play it. And it's not even a real character. And I was like look at the facts of our house. Like our our house is not even the same house as it would have been in the 90s <laughs> when the movie was created. There was so much less technology. There weren't 
like security. I mean, I guess they were probably still security systems, but there weren't as many precautions back then. People could get into houses a lot more easily because people left their windows unlocked and their doors unlocked. And now it would be a lot harder for somebody to be in your room, especially a fictional character. And so we looked at all of the facts and we kind of just started to question, you know, what the brain was saying because the brain is so convincing. But now that we've created that space to just look at everything objectively, you start to kind of be like, okay, well, let's let's play around with this a little bit. How true is this? You know, how relevant is this? Okay. And then in that same, you know, in that same direction, we're also deciding on purpose and we're comforting our brain. This is the part where we just say, you know what? I know that this sounds really scary. I know that this seems really terrible and true, but here are the facts. And it's also possible that you could be wrong. And so I'm going to choose to believe that I am safe. I'm going to choose to believe that I am smart enough to figure this out. I'm going to choose to believe that this is possible. Sometimes in your business, it's like all you have to do is believe that something is possible, (laughs) like a new goal. Sometimes your brain will be like, nope, it's not possible. You've never done it. You're never going to do it. And so sometimes this step just looks like saying, listen, I get it. We've never done this before, but here's a time where I had never done something and I figured it out. Here's an example of that. And I think it's possible that we could do that thing. It's possible that I could make the $10,000 this month. It's possible that we could book those five clients. It's possible that they're already out there, that they're looking for me as their photographer. So just shifting your thoughts into what you want to believe on purpose. That is the la- that's the third and fourth kind of step. And then the last step that this is the other part that people don't want to do or that people don't think is necessary is to be willing to feel all of the bad things because your brain is still going to believe its original really crappy thoughts. And this is the part where people get really frustrated and kind of give up because they don't think it's working. And so I wanted to make sure to include this because I told Carter, I was like, your brain is really worried about this person killing you and it's really wanting you to survive. So it might tell you this every single night for a while. And so you're going to have to get used to feeling a little bit anxious and a little bit scared every single night. You're going to have to expect it. And so I think when we're trying to get rid of things, we think that it's just like one and done. (laughs) And that's definitely not how it works. And so I want you to be really aware that the old thought patterns are always going to be in there. They're always going to creep up. And you might have to feel all of those negative feelings that come along with them. And when you resist them, when you resist the feelings, you kind of move backwards. Like you kind of can't move into the new thoughts that you want to have. And so it's really important to not resist the feelings and to be willing to feel a little bit scared and to comfort yourself anyways, or to feel a little bit disappointed or a little bit like let down and to comfort yourself anyways, and just have that space for yourself so that you're not always getting frustrated with yourself for not being a perfect human brain. (laughs) 
And if you can do all of those things and you can repeat those over and over and over again, that's literally the process that I use with all of my clients. It comes down, there are more tools that we can use to, you know, gain more awareness, but it really does come down to those things. Just seeing what the things are that aren't serving you. Loving yourself, loving your brain for offering it to you, even though it's not helpful. Questioning it and deciding on purpose what you want to believe that will actually help you move forward. And then being willing to feel all of the negative things. Being willing to feel it anyways. So just because you get rid of a limiting belief, you might still have to feel that guilt, that shame, the fear, all of those super icky feelings. And it really just comes down to that. And if you can do all of those things, you will see yourself not reverting back to it as often. Like it might come up for you, but it won't feel like such a heavy thing. It won't feel like it stops you in your tracks from being able to make progress. You know, like I know so many coaches who we all empty out our brains every single day and our brains just offer us the same stupid repetitive thought every single day. And it's like by, you know, a a week into doing that, a week into emptying out your brain every day, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, I know you. Like you're just a thought that doesn't serve me. It's not as loaded. It's not like as big of a deal. It's just like, oh yeah, there you are again. Thanks for that. Like you're never gonna make it. Thanks for that. (laughs) So really expect that to just stay there and make peace with the fact that those things are just gonna be a be in your brain. And like I told like I told you earlier, that worked so well for him and he loved it. And I feel really thankful to be able to have all the skills that I've learned as a coach and all the brain psychology things I've learned and use that on my children. It's amazing because as I mentioned earlier, this was like a huge problem for me when I was a kid. I literally had anxiety. I had irrational fears. And every single night I was convinced that somebody was going to kidnap me. And it must have been difficult for my parents <laughs> because I was just so, so scared. And thank God we know much more about like anxiety and how all of those things work now. And we have so many more resources than we did when even when I was just a kid. And yeah, I'm really thankful that we're not passing that pattern on <laughs> to my kids. Okay, so I hope that this helps you. And yeah, that's the exact process that I use in all of my coaching, and it will work for you as well. Okay, so have a wonderful rest of your week. And yeah, I will talk to you next week. Bye. If you're ready to take your portrait business to the next level, you can work with me one on one in my six month coaching program. We'll look at exactly how you've created your current results and dissolve all the ways you're still blocking income. Go to the link in the show notes and book your free business consultation call. And if you're loving the show, make sure you join us in the free Facebook community, Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. We'll see you in there.